Year One by Eddie Bloxham, Part Three. Oh my God, what am I doing? I'm standing outside Evan's place with a bag full of Chinese food. Beth told me to try and surprise him. She thought it might be, she said sexy, but I prefer romantic. Only my luck is in the red now with another girl. Well, here goes, I'll hit the bell. Steph, hi. There he is, the man of my dreams, dressed in blue pajama pants, a red t-shirt with a slice of toast hanging from his mouth. Am I really putting myself out there for this? Hell yeah, I am. Gotta need toast? Oh my God, I'm so glad I don't have to eat any more of this. Evan takes the remaining toast from his mouth and throws it into the garden. The birds can enjoy that. There'd better be some shoe chicken in there or you're not coming in. There is, so let me in for this goddamn heat. I've been standing here for like 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Why have I been standing there for 15 minutes? I step inside. Well, now I feel stupid. I shouldn't have said that. I set the food down on the kitchen counter. The front door opens into the kitchen. That's novel. Now you've got to tell me. All right, but you promise not to laugh. I promise. I promise. Just tell me. I was too scared to press the doorbell. Scared? Of me? I'm not going to bite your head off. Hey, I appreciate the food. Let's get eating. So that's what we do, sitting right there on the kitchen counter. When we're finished, Evan asks, You like music, Steph? Sure. All kinds. Come with me. He takes me by the hand and walks me down a corridor into a small room with large bay windows that look out onto the garden. At the center of the room is a grand piano. There is little room for anything else there. Can you play? I can read music, but I can't play. I forgot how to do that a long time ago. Wait a minute. I take out my phone and find a page with the tunes of my favorite songs on it. It has guitar tabs underneath. An obscure L.A. band. Nobody's heard of them, which is maybe why I like them. I sit down on the piano stool and begin hesitantly playing the tune with my right hand. Wait, I got this. Evan sits next to me. Play it a little faster, he says. I do. He looks at what I'm playing and begins on the low notes to play a boogie-woogie rhythm line. It doesn't fit the song at all, but it makes me smile. As I progress onto the chorus, he begins to add chords in the mid-range of the piano. I work my way through the bridge passage, and Evan follows, increasing the intensity and the activity of his accompaniment. When we reach the chorus again, he pushes the speed a little higher, for which I feel compelled to follow. Then he spins out a complex improvisation in the mid-range notes over his walking bass line. I laugh as my poultry melodic line is almost swamped. I stop playing and stand up, but Evan has absorbed the melody into his improvisation, so the music continues smoothly. He hammers the chords now, nearing the climax, which he achieves with a heavily decorated last chord, and of course by sweeping up and down the keys with the back of his palm. Sorry, I kind of took over there a little. I didn't mean to shut you down. And then I feel it, and I, I can't help it. I step forward, grab his face in two hands, and kiss him forcefully. He returns the gesture. I reach into the back of his loose pants and grab that ass with both hands. This inflames me, and it's not long before I'm lying on my back on the piano stool and we're having sex. He lifts me onto the piano. I hear the cluster of notes crash and the cold of the keys as he sits me down here. You're shaking, he says. Yes, I'm scared, I whisper. Don't be. The piano won't break. I laugh, and then I love. You did what on a what now? We had sex on his piano. Oh my God, of all the places to lose your virginity. But how? I sit on top of the picnic table and demonstrate, even gesturing as if he were there with my eyes closed. You realize you're in a public place, right? Yeah, I think I do, Beth. I'm happy. I'm delighted. I'm ecstatic. Damn that boy. I gotta hear him play piano. Oh, Beth, don't take this away from me. Lighten up, Steph. I was only kidding. Everyone's gotta have their dreams. Mine just involved changing my panties afterwards. God, you're gross. Why the hell do I hang out with you? Beats me. I don't think I can take this much longer. I've never been able to stomach long car journeys. But this coach is taking forever and my stomach is letting me know it. 
Her eye fell wave after growing cresting wave of nausea. I can hardly bear to open my eyes, everything spinning. Why, Reg, why did I let you convince me to climb onto this fucking death trap? Where the fuck are we going? I think you want to hear me say for a nice relaxing day at the beach, but that wouldn't be true. We're going to be hiking around a lake, a big lake, with lots of tall rocks. It's field work for our biology assignment. I know what it is, damn it. I was just being sarcastic. Why couldn't you just have done bugs like everybody else? Because bugs won't get us into brown. Why would I go to brown? Well, why to write? Bugs won't get me into brown. There we go. You're an asshole. You know that. Oh God, I want to die. I'm going to throw up all over your lovely hemp bag. It's not hemp, it's cotton. Right, fine. I'm going to throw up on your fucking mouth. Wow, Stephanie, if I'd known you'd get like this, I would have... I wouldn't have proposed the idea. Sorry, Reg, I just feel terrible. I've never been able to take long road journeys, ever since I was a kid. It really bummed my mum out for a while. She likes to summer in the Hamptons or some bullshit. Can't really take flying either, but bumming my mum out is great. Delightful. You two must get on like a house on fire. I think on fire is indeed the operative adjective to describe our relationship, yes. And your father? When he's not porking his secretaries or colleagues or whatever, he's around a bit. He's okay, I guess. Sends me money. Can't complain. Sorry about your parents, Stephanie. Please, call me Steph. I can't stand my full name. It's okay. I didn't tell you to make you cry or anything. Maybe that's the root cause of some of these issues, but I feel okay most of the time. I've noticed a little buzz in you recently. Apart from on this coach, of course. What's gotten into you? What's gotten into me? That's a good one. Ah, I see. A budding romance. Boy or girl? Evan Weiss. Evan Weiss? Even I've heard of him. And I spend most of my spare time in the library. Something about his bottom. He's more than the ass. Have you been talking to Beth? Beth who? Our friend. No, I just overheard chatter in the library. He's so much more than that. I would hope so. I expect he has a torso. And a head, I assume. I laugh out loud. It brings up my first roll of vomit. Reg quickly reaches into his bag and empties out some tangerines from a pink plastic bag into his larger cloth bag. He hands over the plastic bag. It was pre-puke. I've managed to hold it in, and the little bag is sufficient. For now. God, I'm sorry, this is so embarrassing. That's okay. I'll go and ask the driver if we can stop off at a service station. No, you don't have to. Damn it, he's gone. I want to draw attention to myself and make everyone else stop for my sake. Steph, are you okay? He's staying outside the ladies' room, listening to me puke my guts out. It's not usually this bad. I'm moaning too, that's the problem. If I stop moaning, you'll leave me alone. Get the fuck in here! Into the ladies' room, I don't know. Just do it! I can't hold my hair back, I'm... He rushes in and yanks out my hair, jerking my head back a little. It leaves me vomiting over just a small strand of hairs. I'm crying now, I realise what the hell must I look like. Must have been something we ate! What are we... My head is now permanently rooted in this toilet bowl. I'd rest my head on it and it smelt worse before I was chucking my guts out into it. I think I've improved the odour. Don't speak. Just let it out. Reg is rubbing my back. He's like the mum I never had. When I was a kid, there was always a nanny for when we were being ill. So we make it to the hotel, but I'm pasty white and Reg takes me up to the room. I hope I'm not being improper, but I think I ought to stay in your room tonight. I'm worried you're going to actually puke your guts out. Then there won't be anyone to help me indulge in my French toast tomorrow morning. Thanks, Reg. Sure. It'll save us money, too. I'll sleep on the chair, of course. Don't be an idiot. You'll sleep on the bed. I don't know. I know, I know. I smell of sick. Deal with it. We can top and tail if it makes you feel any better. All right, all right. I spend the next day in bed. It must have been some serious food poisoning. I had that before. It was pretty rough. I went to the hospital then. I have a private nurse this time. He brings me chicken soup, then goes off onto the woods. I say he can take the credit for doing all the work, but he won't hear of it. 
So I guess there'll be a boost to my biology score, which is nice, I guess. I'd feel sorry for Reg if I didn't feel so fucking ill. At least, as the day progresses, I begin to be able to move. I even make it to the adjoining bathroom to throw up. Again. I have this big, empty plastic ice cream tub. You know, the large economy brand type. That's been my sick bucket since I was five years old. I can't believe I have to carry it around with me. No one's ever seen it before, even Beth. I bet my mum doesn't even know I still use it. Anyway, Reg keeps taking it away and cleaning it, and puts it back on the bedside table. I'm sure when I feel better, the guilt is going to be quintupled or more. Now I've got to be sick again. I'm sick about once an hour. Without saying anything, Reg stands up, fetches the bucket and cleans it again, before bringing it back and climbing back into bed. I'm so tired. I don't have the energy to thank him every time. I sleep on the coach back the next day, all the way, for hours and hours, blissful, restful sleep. When I wake up, as we pull into the coach station, I feel almost like a new person. Still terrible, but so much less terrible. It's like I'm all better. I'm naked, completely naked, in somebody else's house, in somebody else's bed. The Sunday sunrise is warming me, but I'm still scared to pull the covers down. It's ridiculous, I know. There's no one in the house but me. And Evan, of course. Here he comes now with two cups of coffee. Oh, and he's even added the frost to make me a cappuccino. I love cappuccino. I think I might be in love with this man, too. I don't know, he's just such a fresh presence in my life, such... Talk about fresh, his coffee smells great. I may easily sit up and let the blanket fall from me, take in with pleasure Evan's content smile at the side of my breasts. You did not have to do this. It's not much. It's a machine. I don't even have to make the froth. Fine, we're in the moment, asshole. Hey, did you finish that biology project? Oh my god, don't even. I badgered Reg, but he insists on showing out the data analysis, and since I barely understand what we're doing, that means the final report is going to be 80% his. I'm doing my best, but he's so out of my league, I can't keep up. And he's insisting it's not a problem. He's a good guy. A very good guy. Thought about going to see a doctor? No, it's okay, it's been a week now. No more episodes. I think it was just food poisoning. That can hit you pretty hard. You've been eating less. Are you looking out for me? So observant. How cute are you? You're getting icky on me now, Taze. Are you sure you're the girl I'm falling for? Oh my god. My breath. I'm becoming short of breath. You what now? I'm falling for you, Stephanie Taze. I think I might be in love with you. Suddenly my stomach does a turn and I rush off to the bathroom again. Ready to go, Taze. He says he loves you and you go and throw up. What's wrong with this damn bra? Why does it hurt when I put it on? Is the underwiring broken? It feels like it's poking pins into my breasts. God damn, I take it off, look at the bra. Doesn't seem to be anything wrong. I adjust the underwire anyway, poke around the inside. Is the fabric fraying? No, it's fine. I just, I put it back on, but it's still like pins and needles. Then it hits me. I grab my phone, do a quick search. Symptoms. Shit, shit, shit. I run to the pharmacy. I miss the bus to school. I don't care. I keep running. I don't know I could run this far. Who'd have thought it? I reached the pharmacy, grabbed the shelf, ran to the till and pay. Do you have a bathroom? I'm panicking now. My voice had a whine. Right through there. I barely see the pharmacist. I throw up one more time. This can't be right. I'm just panicked. Damn, this bra is itchy. Shit, I pee on the stick. It's pink dye test. They're the most reliable. I sit and wait. One little line or two. Shit. I run out to the pharmacist and almost scream. What does this mean? What does this mean? It means you'd better go see a doctor.